May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our God, our Rock, and our Redeemer, and let the church say. You may be seated. Well, it's good to be back with you again. Father Joe's off on his vacation time and having a good time, so here we are on this 22nd Sunday after Pentecost in Ordinary Time. What does the Lord have to say to us this morning? When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Luke 18.8 What a peculiar way to end this parable. Why did Jesus link his second coming to the story of a persistent widow? Let's take a, couple, a look at a couple of possible answers to why he did that this morning. Perhaps the widow represents the church. And while we've been given the Eucharist, the scriptures, and many other gifts and blessings, we are still waiting for Jesus' return in glory when heaven comes to earth. While we wait, we can feel as if we are aliens and sojourners in this world, living apart from our true home. We can feel quite defenseless against temptation and the lies of the devil. And at times we can feel as desperate for help as the widow longing for deliverance and justice. Do you think life will be this way when Jesus comes again? What do you think? Not at all. He will usher in a perfect world marked by peace and harmony. There will be no more sickness, divorce, poverty, division, war or death. The wolf and the lamb, the leopard and the goat, the calf and the lion will all live together peacefully. We hear that said in Isaiah 11.6. When Jesus comes again, life is going to be fantastic beyond our wildest imaginations. This is where a second possibility comes in. We as a church must be vigilant until the day when Jesus returns. Like the widow, the challenging circumstances that we live in call for one response, persistence, especially in prayer. We need to pray every day, come Lord Jesus, and we need to pray continually for our daily bread, for forgiveness, and for the strength against temptation, especially in the context of the country as we live it right now. Oh, the election day can't come soon enough. But what you read and what you see and what you hear, it pushes every button, doesn't it? It drives you crazy. It makes you angry. It makes you uncharitable towards your neighbors. So we need to pray, 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 pray. In the second reading, St. Paul tells Timothy of the importance of sacred scripture because it is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for Refutation for correction and for training in righteousness, so that one who belongs to God may be competent, equipped in every good work. How has Scripture been useful to you for teaching, for refutation, correction, and for training? Do you open the Word daily? Do you make it part time? Do you have quiet time daily where you're in the Word and you're in prayer? What are some additional steps that you can take to do? to better incorporate scripture reading into your daily prayer and your daily routine. 
The gospel parable contrasts the dishonest judge with our loving father who wants to shower us with his love. Do you see God as a harsh judge waiting to punish you whenever you you falter? Or do you see him as a loving father that hears you when you call out to him day and night? Why and why not? How does your view of God the Father affect how you live out your life each day? Do you live it out of fear that you're going to make a mistake and he's going to send a lightning bolt down to get you? Or do you live your life out of such abundance that it flows forth from you and affects people every day in your walk in ways that you can't even begin to understand? Because if we want to grow the church, brothers and sisters, we have to come outside the walls of this building and go out into the highways and byways because people aren't going to come here for whatever reason. They're not coming. We're going to have to go where they are. Take the Holy Spirit that's within us to those places and share God's love, not in a religious way, but by being friends, by building relationships. And when you've earned the right and trust of those people, then you can begin to tell a story about Jesus and invite them to come here with you to church because they trust you. The application of the parable to our daily lives is much less about Jesus finding faith when he returns and much more about our call to be persistent and hopeful in prayer. May we all pray for an outpouring of grace upon the church and the world. May we all be vigilant in prayer so that we won't fall to temptation. May we all keep our hearts aflame for him as we persist in prayer for his returning glory. How do these words apply to your own life right now? What new steps can you take to be more persistent, hopeful, and vigilant in your prayer life? Take a few moments now to pray and ask the Lord for the grace to persevere in prayer like the persistent widow. Ask him to give you divine appointments for this week where you can love on people and share your life with people in the shopping line, in the workplace, with your next-door neighbor, with your neighbors, your own family members. Each of us is an ambassador of Christ. Each of us brings with him or her the message of good news. Will we be up for the challenge this week to do what the Lord's commanding us to do? Because it's not enough, brothers and sisters, to hear this message or to come around the table and have communion if it stops there and we have a little holy party between myself and Jesus and we never go out because what's the prayer we pray at the end of the service? You fed us, now send us out into the world to do the work that you've called us to do. Are you up for the challenge to do the work that God's called you to do this week in the big and small ways? Let's pray. Lord, help us to persevere and to put our whole hope in you until the day you come again. But don't let us be complacent, Lord. You've given us a hope and a future. You've placed your glory in us. So, Lord, send us out this coming week. Help our hope and our future and our love that's inside of us be shared with others who desperately need it. 
And as we do that little bit by little bit, Lord, we know that your kingdom will be more apparent in this community of Hudson and the surrounding area. All this we ask in Jesus' good and mighty name and let the church say, Amen.